Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. A new thing that is on the Potato Commission's website that I don't remember talking about before is the Big Idaho Potato Hotel. Oh. <laughs> you know that, that six-ton potato that they used to drive around on a flatbed truck? Look, look. You're making it very hard not to go to the bull site right now, but please okay. go ahead. <laughs> yeah. um, so you remember, they used to have, like, it was like the Wienermobile, but they had, like, a giant yes, potato. Yeah. So mm-hmm. they have... I don't know if it was like decrepit and falling apart or if they just retired the truck idea, but they have turned it into a tiny hotel. Um, the potato itself? Yes. The uh, huh. actually, you know what? If I hang on, if I give No, if I yeah, if I give you the website link, it doesn't show the tab for the thing I want to show you guys later. Okay. So I'm going to go ahead and let you see this. Um, you will be happy to know that it is the potato itself. Uh, the 28-foot-long, 12-foot-wide, and 11.5-foot-tall potato is firmly planted in an expansive field in South Boise, the only potato hotel in the world. How do they know that? Fair uh, enough. Uh, also, it has this, air is conditioning. Not, this is not a hotel. It's a tiny hotel. It's, a, it's an Airbnb. Well, yeah, <laughs> that's a hotel. No, no, it's not. I, you want to tell the Idaho Potato Commission <clears throat> what is and is not a hotel? If Good you if, if if you say the words, I've I've built a potato hotel. I am envisioning a place where there's a front desk and there's bellhops and there's a restaurant. You know, like we were sitting next to a millionaire. Ryan, <laughs> you, are, wait, is your contention that it should be a motel? Maybe, yeah, yeah. Ryan, I don't. Mm. No, if you have legal definitions here based on uh, Idaho's I, I, state. I guarantee I'm going to look it up now. God damn it. Idaho's definition <laughs> of hotel. Idaho's the state where they have an Airbnb that's a giant dog you could sleep in. Wait. What? Mm-hmm. Hold okay, on. First like all, the Trojan horse? Mm-hmm. Bacon, please. Yep. Okay. Well, here we go. Definitions. Idaho hotel definition. Ah, aha! Vindication! Set your source. All right. Title 39, Idaho Statutes. Chapter 18, Hotels and Food Vending Establishments, Regulations and Inspection. Definition as used in this chapter. Two, hotel means every building or structure kept, used, maintained, or advertised as an inn, hotel, or public lodging house, or place where sleeping accommodations are furnished for hire to transient guests, whether with or without meals, in which 
More than 10 rooms are used for oh, the accommodations damn. of such guests. But, this does not have 10 rooms for guests. But it has room for 10 potatoes. That is not the same thing. Mm -hmm. That is mm -hmm. not the same thing. Potatoes are guests? Do they How live there? You're you're mm -hmm. saying you're mm -hmm. saying potatoes have a legal right not to be evicted from a hotel without from a potato yeah, hotel at a potato, potato hotel, hotel they, they do. do. Yeah. I will not be bowed. The Yankee, law is on my Yankee side. Bullshit. <laughs> I I just posted the link to the uh, about the giant dog that you can sleep in in Idaho <laughs> for hundred and sixty three dollars a night, which to me feels like stealing. I don't want to from, go in the big from dog. Whom? Stealing in which direction? This is the most insidery <laughs> article possible because, it, like, all the bullet the bullet points have everything I possibly <laughs> like. What more could this article say? All right, so it's a Axios house. Cover this. like a dog. So the chat with Doctor Potato thing is no longer uh -huh. an email list. Is the bad news? The good news is the chat with Doctor Potato feature on the Idaho Potato Commission website is now an AI chatbot. Mm. So I'm going to tell him this hotel is illegal. <laughs> Shut down book as general counsel. Ryan Manny demands that you what, stop so, calling this a hotel. I mean, the I last, think it's last legal. time we did this, we called the Trump voter fraud hotline. That That's worked true. out pretty well. That's true. Ten Hi rooms. There. That's all you needed. Did all you, you needed know? was to make this miserably uncomfortable. And then it could have been a potato, potato hotel. Potato hotel is... Well, Ryan, how should I phrase this? Is is illegal? Is 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 fraudulently described fraudulently it's also right? on airbnb like hotel. they literally put it on airbnb you can put oh, wow. 10 potatoes on airbnb you can't put hotels on airbnb dr <laughs> potato says the big idaho potato hotel was once the spud that traveled around the country with the big idaho potato truck for seven years ryan my client the idaho fraud. potato industry would like you to know that <laughs> you can put anything on airbnb just watch. Fraud. Sorry, I was unable to find an answer to your question. Much, mm, like, yeah, much, like, much like delicious potatoes, I will find myself buried underground if I keep this up. He did <laughs> redirect me to my favorite part of the website, the Ask Dr. Potato advice column. The Potato Hotel has 598 reviews on Airbnb. Sounds like a hotel to me. And they're all extremely good. Mm -hmm. are, they like, think? are they like, this is the best hotel? This was truly a fun and wonderful experience. We loved everything about the Big Idaho Potato. Okay, so I guess what this is now raising is what controls the law, which says this is not a hotel, or the electorate by whom the law is derived, mm -hmm. who say eventually, it is a hotel. Eventually, common law and um, uh, developing language will just, I mean, eventually the law can say whatever it wants. But My potato has large lumps in it. <laughs> And after baking and mashing it, the lumps are not going away. What is this? Is this about the hotel? I hope it is. Oh my god. Can I cook raw meat in an already baked potato? Um, yes. yes. Yes, you can. Yes. No, thank you, but yes, you can. <laughs> oh, I, here's, here. I can't, but you can. <laughs> First you, of all, you may. in the sidebar, Dr. Potato isn't a real doctor. But a team of potato experts ready to answer all your potato questions. Well, Here's the answer to this question. We get many food safety related questions. While Dr. Potato's expertise is not specific to this area, it only seems to reason that raw meats should be cooked separately in order to, to reach a safe consumption temperature. I mean, he's not I, a real doctor, but he seems awfully conscious of malpractice. Dr. Potato is a hive mind. 
I oh shit! Like I just, all the eyes on a potato. I want to go back to Ryan's like, f- like parsing of Idaho law mm-hmm. because I really believe that Idaho law is mostly a series of ad hoc definitions built by miners who are debating these things. Right, like. Mm-hmm. The good cup. The good cup belongs to Cookie and Cookie only. It is defined as the tin cup that belongs to the wagon. The wagon also belongs to Cookie. It does not belong to Sleepy Joe. It does not belong to One-Eyed Fred. None of these things shall be considered the good cup. All those in favor, the mining camp slash Idaho, say aye. Is that a website? That's the, that's the Idaho government page. Just a page. It is. Not a site, just a page. Yeah, there's just all kinds. <laughs> if it's Monday, kind of- call Larry. It's just got the GeoCities under construction gift on it. A guy in Moscow named Doug built this. <laughs> a Doug is defined as the son of a bitch who owes me $5. He may not have the good cup, ever. No. Oh, the dang. good cup is defined as cookies. How Reminder <laughs> belongs to the court. To the Shutdown Full Cast, you are listening to the internet's only college football podcast. I am Spencer Hall. I am joined, as always, by Jason Kirk, by Ryan Nanny, by Holly Anderson, and on the ones and twos, we have Michael Serber. Damn, today, what's your, what's why haven't hurry? you just been doing it that way the whole time? Yeah, if your whole goal was the, to not forget fuck, anyone, man? like, are you telling me you just now stumbled upon that simple? Uh, whatever. Yeah, I'm not very smart, Ryan. That's, I think the really advantage cool. of this method is the listener, t- the newcomer, doesn't know which voice is which. Correct. Keep them guessing. Misdirection. I'm, I'm Michael Serber. Sorry, Serber. <laughs> Did I tell you all about the time my mom listened to the podcast and confused me and Ryan? Like, it's not just the meaner listeners. Everybody does it. And she's your mom. And I'm Spencer Hall. <laughs> I'm Holly Anderson. Did you change Did I get hair? stuck with myself? You did. Mm, you shit. Did. Yeah. That's the word. No, you can be me. No, that means you're the most oh, psychologically okay. healthy of all and of us. And server, you're Jason. I'm right. I'm Shadow Jason Kirk. Does one of you want to be Betty? You me. could be the Metal Gear Jason Kirk. You could be Punished Jason. Oh, Jason, you're fine. Oh, yeah, hell yes. Fuck yes. I'm liquid um, Jason. Liquid, <laughs> o- liquid, l- liquid Ocelot Jason. <laughs> I'm Boss, liquid not de- to be confused with Big Boss. Not to you're be confused with the other heaven. character named Boss. Or the Boss. <laughs> no, Jason is Liquid Death Heaven. So, we have arrived at that time 40 of year. Forty for forty. That is our very. Woo! We made it. We made it to sort forty of. for forty. Technically, that's true. This is our annual series of bowl previews, uh, where we really get into things. We take every single bowl, and we do a good hour and a half to two hours on each bowl. We really dive in break down the X's and O's, go through the rosters, follow up with who's going to be there, you have give me, you up-to-date information. You actually have on, me going for a minute. We're not doing any of that shit. No you, had me, no, you had me for a second because it would be just like you to decide that this is what we have always done. I meant to say that it's what we're doing. Ow! We're absolutely going as in-depth as possible on every single bowl. All because right, y'all, the dog is in the show today because this is just what she wants. Because they all matter and they're all important. Which is Tradition. Tradition. History. So, the way this works is uh, we are going to go chronologically through 
the bowl games of this postseason. Uh, we're going to talk about each bowl game as much or as little as, let's not say as much or as little as the bowl deserves, because there are some shit games we really love, and there are probably some good games. I'm good to have many definitions here that we just don't care about. Uh, this year's format, we're going to... Yeah, we're going to kind of pay homage to the fact that we we have a lot of new listeners coming in this year via our friends at Meadowlark, via our friends uh, in the Levitard Extended Universe. And every comic book is somebody's first comic book, as our supervisor, Stephen Godfrey, would say. Oh, God. And it's... <laughs> <laughs> It's and it's it's Christmas time and at, at Christmas time we tell we tell stories uh, we tell ghost stories uh, we tell stories old and new so what we're gonna feed you today is a a mix of of ancient lore of some of these games that you may have heard before uh, and uh, and some new facts because there's uh, there's always a spray of uh, random municipal Alabama stadium come lately bowl games especially in this early sequence. Uh, and then after dispensing with the bowl lore for the gaming question, we, we may or may not talk a little football about the teams involved. Uh, again, depending on when we feel like it. Who else are you going to find to preview every bowl game? You know, take that shit to split zone duo, if that is your preference. Although they are largely an NFL concern. Did I miss anything? No, I think that's it. <laughs> 40 for 40. Game one. Volume one. The Bahamas Bowl. Yes, sir. Miami of Ohio versus UAB. First of all, UAB struggling back from the precipice of death five or six or seven times could not be killed by the board of trustees that controls it. Uh, lost its coach. Uh, lost the coach who was responsible for doing a huge amount of that dragging earlier this year. Uh I didn't. I didn't say lost. You know, he he retired for uh, retired for health reasons. Bill Clark, we miss you. Uh, and UAB gets to go to the Bahamas Bowl, and I think that is awesome for those players. I love this for them. Is this um, why Trent Dilfer took this job? To go to, to, in hopes because, of making a return. it was just. Oh, if yeah. I take this job, free Bahamas trip. 100%. 100 100% of the time I've been aware of UAB, they've gone to the Bahamas Bowl. This still does not explain why UAB hired Trent Dilfer, but we're going to worry about that next time. Okay. So most famously, this is the bowl where we sent Roger Sherman that one time. Mm-hmm. When it was the Popeyes Bowl? This, the Bahamas Bowl has had a uniquely variegated let's say series of sponsors it was sponsored by popeyes uh it was sponsored more famously by a lone town in illinois uh it cheekily currently bills itself as college football's longest running international bowl game that is seven years take shit to eat shit canada mm-hmm. <laughs> here's my uh the, the trophy is a standout trophy it features a big ass conch shell and laser cut palm trees and if that aesthetic is making your antenna twitch, Ryan, yeah, that trophy was made in Tampa. <laughs> True fact. Craftsmanship. Um, is it, Bahamas Bowl is an ESPN bowl, as are what feels like a couple dozen of the other uh, of the other minor to moderate bowl games. And this has this has this has been good and bad over the years. It uh, it, it it does make the it, it makes the experience somewhat easier to navigate as you are. You know, going through all of these websites looking for fun events to promote, but in terms of 
In, in terms of the the regionality and the spec uh, the specificity of each bowl, which is you know the thing that we love about college football, it has kind of machined all of these things down. Like if you go into, for example, the fan shops for these these beginner bowls. You used to be able to find all manner of like weird random shit specific to the bowl. This year, for the first time, after several years of oh, it's the ESPN shop, so you can get a you, you might be able to find a commemorative football, and that's that's probably it. Aside from the T-shirt and the hat, uh, ESPN has added two new items to its own bowls this year that feel like they're very specific to the Bahamas Bowl, but actually appear to be available for all ESPN-owned bowls. First of all, they're selling slides. You can buy sandals. You can buy Bahamas Bowl sandals that I'm quoting from the copy here are purposely designed for recovery and durability. These slides will become your daily footwear. I believe it. Medicinal slides. Medicinal slides, yeah. That sounds uh, like support, a curse. It, it sounds like they support immune health. It sounds like yep. they make your feet smell like hazel. Which hazel? Which hazel? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Oh, maybe they're infused with clove oil. Dude, if your if your feet feel like they're s- like slightly burning all day long, what a <laughs> sensation! <laughs> what keeps you going? The sensation of flames on my that, feet. That means no, the slides like, are working. No, I'm just like, what is, what, is more Mo- what is more Miami, Ohio than smoking a clove on the beach in Bahamas in December? <laughs> Think of it as a foot lozenge. <laughs> so the second thing is, and I was really confused until I got a close-up look at this, the limited edition Vibe Tumbler. Mm-hmm. Now, this is not just a steel cup. It has a screw-offable Bluetooth speaker on the bottom of the cup that is, and I'm quoting here, capable of handling being dropped in the lake. No. Which... No, <laughs> now, 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 hold on. Time out. First which of all, we, d- we don't need that. Is the no definite article there, like, a legal trick where it's like, we didn't say any lake. I think it's... The it's, lake. I, I actually... You know what? I took a charitable reading of this. It is that mm-hmm. time of year. And despite there being... I'm not up on famous lakes of the Bahamas, but yeah. I rather think this is more of ESPN knowing their audience. On the other hand, the Baha—you don't go to the Bahamas to go to the lake. Mm-hmm. Like you're—you are basically telling me the ocean will eat this shit alive. Yeah. Yeah. Just like you, so don't go in there. Uh, also, the whole thing floats. What is Bluetooth powered on this thing? The, the speaker. Spe- the speaker. Okay, got it. The, bo- the yeah. bottom of the cup is a speaker, so you can listen Hang to on. Beach, beach so it's Jeans. It's really hard to cutie. picture this. Let me send you guys what this actually looks like. Also, it's only thirty nine ninety. Oh, uh, so you know it's a good speaker. You know it's yeah. fucking pristine sound. Here, here, look at look at this thing. Like, yeah, I, I threw out I threw out all my vinyl because I found that the <laughs> limited edition vibe tumbler was actually the most I crystal to, sound. This is my Bahamas bowl cup. Yeah. Um, also this is what the Stones wanted it to sound like, so I only listened to actually, it. Actually, that, that may be true. <laughs> that really... I, I, I just wish that I could send this to David Lynch and tell him, hey, man, I love Twin Peaks, and just show him the, the vibes tumbler. Bl- Keith, Blake Richards wanted, Keith Richards wanted me to listen to all of this through the lake. Listen, so. I actually think the vibe tumbler was probably what Blink-182 was meant to be heard oh, on. Oh, shit. Right? <laughs> hey, you can leave reviews for this thing, and it doesn't th- even require an email address. I think, uh, Spencer, it's that and 311. Those are the only two bands that this <laughs> Julie, will play. Julie, that sounds amazing out of this. 
<laughs> I'm getting nothing but sublime here. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yep. It says, I mean, it says limited edition. Maybe y'all were wondering whether Trent Dilfer was going to be Did there we for have the to Bahamas. Talk about depressing shit. Yes, because there's yes. one quote <laughs> I want to get. Um, he told 1819 News in Alabama the following. He told what? I, 1819 News. It's a local site. Okay. Um, I am going to be in Bahamas for the bowl game, Dilfer said. I plan on serving Coach Vincent and the staff any way I can. I mean that. He is the head coach. I'm here to support him in the transition to serve these young men and serve the staff. I'm not joking. If they send me on coffee runs, I'll go on coffee runs. Thomas Robinson Stadium is located near the University of the Bahamas in central Nassau. A 12-minute drive away down Bio Hill Road is a Starbucks at the Southwest Plaza. I implore everyone at UAB, send Trent Dilfer on coffee runs the entire time he is in the Bahamas Bowl. Make him do it on a Segway, like Joe Blue. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was re- just thinking about giving him giving him the golf cart that only has three wheels because those tip over really easily. <laughs> the rental bicycle that you get, like the 400-pound. Trent Dilfer pound. in a pedicab. Yeah. Yes, pedicab. Trent Dilfer pedicab. UAB staffers, we know you're listening to this show. Y'all love us. Do it. Just Dilfer being like, I don't understand how this furthers the purpose of the team. Just ride in the pedicab. Just do it. Go pick up passengers. God, it will be the most useful thing he does during his tenure at UAB. S- side quest Trent Dilfer the entire time. <laughs> side quest the shit out of him. Fetch oh. quest. Yes. <laughs> uh, that is that is all the lore that I have to dispense uh, for for UAB versus Miami of Ohio. Would anyone like to discuss uh, football? One, I would like to uh, appreciate one thing about this bowl in particular. So normally, bowl selection season is especially for these early bowls is like kind of a mixed bag where you're sort of like all right these are these are frequently the uh the bowls that are getting like last pick or they're sort of just stuck with whoever they the you know their limited tie-in is whatever but the way things worked out this season we knew exactly which mac team was going to be in the Bahamas Bowl because Miami of Ohio and Ball State played each other for their last regular season game. They were both five and six. Like the Bahamas Bowl showed up and was like, the winner of this game is going to the Bahamas. Miami won that game 18-17, despite being down entering the fourth quarter 17 to six. Sure. And like, it just fucking rules that for, for this very specific, very fun place to go game, we got we got two Mac teams and was just like, here's what's at stake. Go get it. And Miami of Ohio did. Yeah. This is like people fret a lot about the playoff exists, so no one's going to care about bowls anymore, which on a long enough timeline, yeah, that's true. But this is how you make bowls matter forever. Mm-hmm. Just declare. Like, who mm-hmm. gives a fuck what their records are? Just say last week of the season – Every game, there is a bowl at stake. Let's just do that. This could produce intrigue in both directions. Like, what if you get a Camellia Bowl rep? It's like, winner gets to spend Christmas in Montgomery, and then you get to watch teams try and tank. Here's what you do. You bring two bowls to a game where you're like, all right, this is the tipping point. The winner gets to go to L.A., gets to go to the L.A. Bowl. The loser, Detroit. You know, you you pull some shit like that, and you just sort of like, we make it very clear what second second place is a set of steak knives. (laughs) So, which which probably exceed the value of bowl gifts that uh, <laughs> players are legally not, allowed okay. to receive. It's two steak yeah. <laughs> Is that steak. wait? So wait, wait, wait. I have a quick question. 
in the in the NIL era, is that still a limitation that you can only get like a fifty dollar gift card? Is that still this shit we're gonna could do? It, could it be the sign this form to endorse the Bahamas Bowl? <laughs> right, right. Sign it. Suddenly, you get. Um, if there has been a change to those limits, I have not seen it in my research thus far. Yeah, or expired crypto because this is the Bahamas. Yeah, a, a smart ball would say the winning team will receive nil deals from us. Even but if it ju- even if you just say it just for a week, you know, mm-hmm. just like that's sure. it, and that way we can give you. But that that's hilarious to me that we're going to be well, like no no no. These rules are already easily circumventable because so many of these games now do the gift suite where it's like okay, pick out five hundred bucks worth of stuff. Wank. Right. You could probably right. just go rob whatever is left at Sam Fa- Sam Bankman Fried's house. Oh shit! It's right? There's not yeah. much. I don't there's think there's that much. No, I don't think there. I don't think there ever was that. Did y'all much. see the thing where it said the dude may have accidentally ingested th- up to three thousand shrimp? Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. the point in which I wish I had paid closer attention to this story. <laughs> and, uh, and honestly, that's the most like bull week thing he did. Like that. If you took that story and you said Arkansas lineman entering game realizes over the past four days he accidentally ate like a small seas worth of sh- yes absolutely that's like, like a, like a when whale you accidentally eat, yeah that's what i was just gonna say that's how you know you're a whale when you have accidentally <laughs> Whoops. I, is that like a, some sort of supplement thing where he's like i didn't know this had shrimp in it and then i discovered it had shrimp in it after taking it for a year i think that's yeah. roughly what it was jason is that he was like he, he had like a chef or a kitchen or something and he was like oh i fucking love this and then it turned out it was just oh not very vegan Sorry. <laughs> um, I, I would also point out there is one actual football thing. I have seen no news whether he is going to be participating in the bowl game since he is in his third year of eligibility. But I thought you were going to say since he is in his 30s, which since is since he's in his 30s, pretty close. Uh, he may be, but um, if he is in his 30s, then he's making the most of his last window of athletic potential because UAB Blazers running back Dwayne McBride, that is your national leader in rushing yards with 1,713 yards this year. Are there people on Twitter who legitimately believe that he should have been a Heisman candidate? Yes. Um, are they all from Birmingham and have bowling alleys in their uh, bio? Yeah, all of them. So. You know, you can watch him. He's pretty. So cool, they actually. they've lived in ways we can't even possibly imagine. I can't take you seriously if you don't have Dwayne McBride on your Heisman Look, ballot. Here's what I know: Dwayne McBride ran for 120 yards and three touchdowns on 12 carries against MTSU. MTSU beat the shit out of Miami. Miami was competitive against Texas A&M. Therefore, we're talking about an SEC caliber player here. And yes, he should better. have been in the Heisman. Uh, according to Nick Saban, a team that wins its last three games should be in the playoff. MTSU won its last three games against FBS teams, no less, wow. unlike Alabama. Wow. Also, he did that in uh, – he didn't play against Alabama A&M, so he did that in 11 games. Oh, yeah. Double. His yards per carry average is quite good. Seven. Yeah. Seven. He doesn't yeah. even have that many attempts, really. Nope. Like, they didn't nope. run him into the ground. Dude is just – dude can go. Yep. And But you know what? I know you can't say it yet. I know he's not on your ballot. Um, I can tell you he is not on my ballot. You piece no. of shit. Absolutely. For this award. I can't take me seriously. And I don't. Well, you don't watch the games. So. And I don't. I don't. I don't watch the games. You know who was on a lot of Heisen ballots, though? Mm. It would be Stetson Bennett. <laughs> <sighs> Amanda Mull, when you hear this, let us know if this gets us off the hook for all of last year's hateration, because uh, we clearly powered this. 
into being. Stetson I mean, I've been a dog all year. I've been I've, I've been good to go all year. I don't know. By about we, Calvary. I mean Jason. Yeah, I want to. I just want to put. I want to put this out there. If Stetson Bennett actually in real life owns a Kia dealership or gets his name on a Kia dealership, I will buy a car from him. Wow. I will buy. I hope Kia. you show up and he says, "Get out." I'm gonna have your business. <laughs> You're gonna have to get in fucking line. <laughs> it ain't funny, bitch. <laughs> Don't laugh at my dreams. Uh, okay, like you're gonna be on a waiting list for like ten years. <laughs> yeah, for the chance to, for the chance to do business with the greatest Georgia Bulldog of all time. That is I correct. Think, I think the generally the news one. of this week will confirm Stetson yes. Bennett yes. as the greatest. There's two definitely pieces of news that hand in hand participate in the Heisman ceremony. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, apologies to Frank Sinkwich, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck him. Sorry. <laughs> He played when the helmets was soft. They don't. Is count. it Cure Bowl? The time? Cure Bowl, Troy versus UTSA. What Speaking a good ass game better. this is going to be. This is a rocking fucking game. The I'm day sure. one of bowl season is not guaranteed to produce a goddamn thing. This is a great bowl. Holly, you have lore. I have lore. First of all, this game has been moved to the Orlando MLS Stadium. In a million years, could the three of you come up with the made-up word? This is one of the one of the modern trends of we've moved away from the cutesiness of you know the Micron PC bowl and the GoDaddy.com bowl. And bowls these days are sponsored by an ever-changing uh, list of holding companies and investment banks. And for one million dollars, can any of you come up with the avatar ass word that currently names the Orlando MLS Stadium? I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna excuse myself here because I do know the answer, but it is a made up word, right? Yes. Spencer. True fluency. That's really close. <laughs> Jason Jason, you wanna try one? Unobtainium. Okay. Uh, server? <laughs> I've just been trying to find yeah. the sound effect, so I oh, I just figured one. I would just that's right. play that because I don't know what you asked. Okay, that's cool. <laughs> that's very in keeping with the spirit He's of the focused. day. The answer, folks, is the Exploria Stadium. Yeah, of course. Uh, the Duluth, and uh, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, this is also sponsored by Duluth Trading uh, for... Uh, I don't know if this is the first year. I forget. Anyway, the past two years have been a really weird year of uh, 40 for 40 and not 40 for 40 due to COVID-related events. Uh, and we're going to start right back with the opening statement of the Duluth Trade and Cure Bowl, which says, The bowl will feature the unique amenities and entertainment associated with Orlando, Florida, the vacation capital of the world. They don't Correct. say the Europe of Ohio, but you know they feel it. Mm-hmm. Since the turn of the century, people have made their way to this paradise to relax, have fun, and Which revive. century? Wait, which century? <laughs> Unclear. <laughs> Unclear. I think it's people, like a rolling century, so since yeah. 1922. Right, people okay. have made their way to this paradise to relax, have fun, and revive their spirit. Okay, I'm done making fun of the Cure Bowl because, A, not only is it a, a great game, um, B, with a minimum air, uh, annual guaranteed donation of $150,000 to BCRF, which is the actual good breast cancer research charity, um, a minimum guaranteed donation of $150,000. Uh, instead, in eight years, they have raised close to $4 million, uh, for cancer research. And this year, this is a, this is kind of a this is a cool special year. Um, in addition to 
uh, giving giving money just to like the general BCRF fund. One of the doctors receiving an individual grant from the game this year is Dr. Annette Khaled, who is the head of the Division of Cancer Research and a professor at the College of Medicine at UCF. Uh, this includes a sentence that doesn't make fun of UCF in any way, and I know that's weird, but just go with me here. Uh, also, there's a Cure Village at the stadium, the, the Fan Village experience. You can get mammograms and other screenings on game day. This is awesome. Um, this isn't a joke, except that it kind of is. I would love to see this energy for prostate screenings devoted to some other game like the Fenway Bowl. <laughs> mm. I think that's what the Duluth trading part is for. It's like <laughs> you put some really nice underwear on it. Hey, fellas, we're all we're all friends here. Let's get this up your pooper. Welcome to Boston. Here's a finger in your butt. <laughs> but it's for a good purpose this time. Anyway. Talk about Duncan. <laughs> more like america runs out of duncan anyway uh let's let's talk about that's i we don't like to make fun of the cure bowl uh because it raises a shit ton of money for an actual wonderful charitable organization a scientific research uh organization and uh again as we've mentioned earlier it's going to be a banging game let's talk about football troy troy is a good team how did that happen where were we both these teams are the winner is definitely going to finish. I mean, neither of them have ever finished ranked. The winner is going to finish around like number 20. That's pretty mm. great. That's pretty awesome. They uh, they both come in hot. Um, Troy has won uh, every game since week three. Um, UTSA was, I think, the team with the most distance between the rest of its conference and itself, like the team that most mm. definitively, definitively won its conference this year. So this is definitely a game for like second place among the non-power teams, I think. Troy is also a fascinating team because they have won games this year where they scored 16, 17, 10, and 10 points. They have a 10-9 win over Army, which is extremely throwback shit. But then they ended the year scoring 34, 48, and 45. So, like, sure. They're containing multitudes. They do contain multitudes. I, I think they definitely, that he is a limb off of the Mark Stoops coaching tree. John so Summerall, yeah. Yeah, so it definitely contains, uh, I think they as a team definitely contain strains of what we'd like to do is we'd like to win 17-10 every game. But shit, we're not good enough to do that because sometimes we got to go 48-30. <laughs> right? Like, that's... Like I, and I end. love that when they're like, we're going to play a hard nose game. Oh, shit, it's out of control already. All right, go, throw, yeah. throw, pass. Yeah. It's like the inverse of Mark Stoops showing up in, at Kentucky like, the air raid's back when you're in. Fuck the air raid. Like, it's just <laughs> do whatever works. That's the mindset here. Yeah, it, it's great. Uh, Troy has a quarterback named Gunner Watson. Gunner Watson. I don't and I didn't... Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna do a Kirshner style backtrack here a minute ago because I uh, I feel kind of bad. I don't want to sound like I was mocking Troy. Uh, you know, UTSA we have been uh, we have been following with interest since their murdering run began last season. But I did not see Troy turning around this fast in this fashion uh, from being did. one of the worst teams in FBS football just a just a couple short years ago yeah and and not to this take really impressive turnaround there yeah yeah like john summerall's eventually going places right probably yeah. sooner kentucky. rather than probably later. kentucky at some point 
Uh, Once Mark takes the oh, Oklahoma. Shit. Yes, oh, I think shit. I, I yes. think that like the the like if you're looking at does your school have a successor out there? This is probably Kentucky's, right? It's probably Kentucky's built-in. Yeah, provide, but they might miss the window because they might know. miss the window. Yeah, sure. Yeah, Sorry, Holly, what were you? Oh, shitting. Server, play the music. I completely forgot to tell you the third piece of information that I got from drinks last night. Which nobody... No. (laughs) (laughs) Did you sound the divorce bell? (laughs) Oh, the divorce Is that like ladies start your engines? (laughs) No. Listen, kind of, because... We gotta cut this. No, I know we're gonna cut this, but I wanted to tell y'all. Well, I'll figure out some way to kind of gracefully work that in. But yeah, we gotta got cut all this. I just wanted to tell you. Gracefully cut that in? Yeah. <laughs> Next ball. Next ball. Quickly. Uh, real, real, yeah. Real. Oh, hey. Yeah, there there it is. Ahoy. Ahoy. Who got divorced now? <laughs> Who's next? All right. Those, uh, those, uh, Speaking the, the of Duluth divorce, tra- speaking of training. divorce, oh, wait, who's going to sponsor our divorce? Hey, who's going to sponsor our divorce bells? We need a sponsor. Ashley right. Madison. Can, uh, can champagne. Recently mentioned in the Supreme Court by That's the, right. um, Jesus the comedian Christ, that was in such a bur- Who wrote that burn? He didn't write that. Um, I, let's see. The John Roberts divorce bells uh, are... <laughs> are signaling that it's time to move on to the aforementioned Fenway Bowl, currently not featuring prostate exams, but you never know because this bowl has never been played. Yes, but this... First, fortunately, there is no Boston sports curse, and I originally planned when we were plotting out 40 for 40 uh, in our long, long planning process, I thought that we could just joke about nothing good uh, ever happening to sports in Boston. This game was invented in 2020, canceled in 2020 due to COVID, canceled again in 2021 due to COVID uh, on UVA's side. Uh, They didn't have enough players to field a team. But this year is somehow weirder because the teams playing are Cincy and Louisville. Can I just suggest this? Go ahead. And I am not the first. Remember in NCAA, you used to be able to sort of switch sides and play like all-time defensive coordinator, (laughs) offensive coordinator, right? Uh You just, you know, pause, switch the control over to the side, Run the offense, switch, run it back, right? I don't think they're right? going to go for that because then, then Cincy might realize what they're getting in Satterfield and call the whole thing off. Too bad! Woo. Scott Satterfield coaches both teams. Just run, yeah, exactly. Just running back and forth across the field. The <laughs> Louisville's day. like Louisville's going into this game like, no, no, come don't back. come back. Don't Honestly, come. I think this shit is so good that like for anyone just not tuning in, we should take it from the top. Like Scott yes. Satterfield has been trying to leave Louisville for years. Louisville Hilariously, hates him for obviously this trying to leave Louisville. Unfortunately, Satterfield is unable to get fired from Louisville because his team keeps like accidentally winning at the exact wrong moment. They end up going to a bowl game, which se- appeared unlikely, um, and they're stuck together for uh, for who knows how long until Cincinnati makes it baffling hire. Cincinnati, which has a track record of being able to actually hire really well, and now except has a power conference bona fides, except the one time, <laughs> a track record, not a perfect record. Um, and they go and hire this guy that like one of their local rivals hates, and they're playing in a bowl game, no less. And they're in the Fenway Bowl, which means they're on the same sideline, no less. See, oh God, I forgot he should about just go that. back and forth. He doesn't even have to cross oh. the field. It's a short walk. Yeah, this is uh, this is in a baseball stadium. It's sponsored by Wasabi, but not the condiment. Um, it's out of some internet thing. I don't know. Um, it's and a real like, good thing because otherwise you might have to have people in Boston exposed to um, exotic spices, and that never goes well. Yeah. 
<sighs> so uh, an 11 a.m. bowl game, that's, I'll tell you what, that's hard to get up for. Not this mm. one. No. Unless they announce, <laughs> this is weird unless, as shit. <laughs> unless they announce Jeff Brome in the middle and he comes in and he's like, am I or am I not the coach of the Louisville Cardinals? I don't understand that reference. <laughs> so, nope. Just I keep can going. never tell. No, we're just going <laughs> to keep going. keep going. I'm not going to do it. Bells! Yeah! That's so much divorce. <laughs> the divorce barge right, is the here. Muppets Christmas Carol divorce <laughs> bells have reminded us to move on to. <laughs> like, send out your divorced. <laughs> yeah. Get on the barge. All right, folks, those are the Comcast divorce chimes, and they have reminded us that it is time to, <laughs> it is time to move on to the New Mexico, Bowl, New Mexico Bowl. SMU versus BYU, a literal church fight. We love it every time this happens. Um, the New Mexico Bowl trophy, all of you know, hopefully some of you will learn at home, is the best in all of college sports. Uh, it is a Native American clay pot that is made by a husband and wife team of artists from the Zia Pueblo. Uh, it features the Zia sun symbol and they, they paint players on like, you know, they paint players in their team colors on the side of it with like deer and mountain lion and Buffalo and Eagle. It's metal as hell. Um, they, they hand coil and fire the pottery in their own home studio. Uh, and they also have another Zia Pueblo artist who handcrafts the outstanding offensive and defensive player awards, uh, traditional leather shields, uh, podcasting as a visual medium, but go look these up. They're really, really beautiful. Uh, postseason college football action in Albuquerque actually dates back to 1980 when the D2 championship game was played at University Stadium under uh, circumstances that I hope we've made famous via this series. Uh, Cal Poly San Luis Obispo played Eastern Illinois in the 1980 D2 championship game, which was then called the Zia Bowl. It snowed in Albuquerque two days before the game. And it was unseasonably cold. The snow wouldn't melt. They brought in helicopters to hover over the field to dry them and then painted the grass bright neon green. Are you listening, Sun Bowl? There are better ways to do this than pushing a folding table across your own field. Uh, SMU versus BYU, go. Rhett Lashley has coached <clears throat> under uh, an interesting collection of people. I'm looking through his resume here. He started out as a grad assistant at Houston Nut, Arkansas. He then made the move to uh, Gene Chizik, Auburn. Uh, a couple of stops later, he ended up back at Auburn. I think this, yeah, this is when Gus took over. He then had a brief aside at 2017 UConn, um, which, if remember, I'm looking this up because my memory is wrong. Okay, that's Randy Edsel. Uh, went his first stint at uh, SMU. He was the offensive coordinator for, I want to say this is... Oh, that's Sonny Dykes. Okay, I thought it was June Jones, so it's better than that. And then he spent a little bit of time in Miami uh, under Manny Diaz. So this is also the man who was the backup quarterback to Matt Jones when he played at Arkansas. So, like, Red Lashley's seen some shit. Rhett Lashley's been in some bad meetings is what I is what I think my main takeaway is here. I would point to SMU having what I regard as one of the funniest seasons on paper. If you look at the games that they won and or lost championship pedigree, 
Uh, they did have a brush with playoff finalist TCU, where they were competitive, but ultimately lost 42-34. That's good. That's, you know, like, hey, you're, you're, you're bumping up. They, they killed North Texas. Um, but, but they also uh, have had, um, and they lost to Cincinnati. That's another quality loss. This is the point in the bowl schedule where we have to say, what a quality loss is on this record here. Um, but they were also participants in the biggest ass whooping of the year by volume. The 77-63 game against Houston, where if you'll remember, the SMU Mustangs scored 56 points in the first half. This is all my way of just reminding everyone, SMU scored 56 points in a half and still only won by 14. Didn't need more. Didn't need more. Didn't need more than that. Yeah. In this game, they're going up against the um, number 93 defense (laughs) <laughs> so dude it's, I, good. it's it's less of a testament to their football skill and more to their conditioning that they scored 56 points you're like that's a bad defense i'm like that's a long way to run they're very fit congratulations smu on being very fit if not really great at football uh and byu is also the number 12 offense <laughs> this game's gonna rule if you like numbers if you're one of those folks uh here's there's the numbers bowl for you Have you ever heard the legend of Good Game Tim? He was a boy during the Great Depression, and to make money, he'd travel to cities and towns with a simple offer. For a dollar, you could challenge him to any game you chose. And if you won, he'd give you $20. Now, Tim could make such an enticing offer because this kid was an absolute whiz at games of all sorts. It could be a child's game like Hopscotch or Hide and Seek, or it could be an adult game like Poker or Backgammon. Tim would always walk away victorious. And they called him Good Game Tim, not just because he was so successful, but because he was a real sportsman about it. Tim never gloated, even as he won game after game after game. But one day, the rich owner of a local concert hall took Tim to his venue and challenged him to a new contest. My boy, he bellowed, I'll bet you can't pick the cheapest seat in this fine hall. And true enough, Tim was stumped. How was a child supposed to take the guesswork out of buying tickets or guarantee the lowest price to an event? Tim handed the concert hall owner $20 and disappeared for decades. Until he reemerged triumphantly as an app and website, gametime.co. Now, Tim, who accidentally added an E to his name when registering, can offer you last-minute ticket deals to NBA playoff games, baseball, concerts, and more. GameTime offers you last-minute deals where you can save up to 60%, and he provides you with panoramic views from your seat in the app before you buy. So take the guesswork out of buying NBA tickets with GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code FULLCAST for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply, and again, create an account and redeem code F-U-L-L-C-A-S-T for $20 off. Download GameTime today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Next. The divorce barge Eleven- has sailed <laughs> to Los Angeles. Yeah, that was gonna say Eleven chimes welcome represent. To, welcome to divorce Mecca. Eleven chimes represent correct divorce Mecca, Los Angeles. Um, this is the LA Bowl, uh, which exists because they built a new stadium that's in Los Angeles and they have to put something in it. This is only the second time this game has ever been played, but it is 
title sponsored by Jimmy Kimmel, the person, and features two teams this year who probably Jimmy genuinely think Jimmy Kimmel, Jimmy Kimmel is Antifa. So that's fun. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> those two teams are Wazoo and Fresno. Uh, fire away, fellas. I am so jacked for this game. <laughs> I am so jacked for this game because it's going to feature two of the most extra quarterbacks in all of these United States. Jaden Delora versus uh, Jake Hayner. If they both elect to play, that's always the thing, right? Like maybe at the last second. But I will say this. I think the final destination for both of these guys is college football. So they're going to play in the bowl game. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like Jaden Delora is like, I don't know. I got to save up for the draft, brother. <laughs> Every day is your last day if you're Jaden Delora's college football player. I think if there's one thing Jay Kaner's going to do, it's play college football. Oh, Jay Kaner, Jay Kaner has massive Mid-South wrestling energy if you watch him. Like, he takes every hit like he's just gotten a kidney lacerated. Right? It's, like, important ah! that I, it's important that I point out that no, Spencer doesn't watch the game, so he's forgetting that Jaden Delora doesn't play at Wazoo. He plays in Arizona now. Motherfucker! <laughs> I'm so excited for Jaden Delora Keep that... all of this in. No, delete it. <laughs> God damn it. Well, I can't have it. Games. Um, in praise of Fresno State, which started the year 0-4 against FBS teams and then won the damn conference anyway. How yes. about that shit? Yeah. Jay Kaner, um, who does play for Fresno State. <laughs> that that <laughs> one you got. <laughs> who tried yeah. not to, but does. He did. He it, like That was the weirdest transfer rumor because it was like, oh, he's going, to, he's going to Washington. It's happening. It's happening. And then he was like, I have always respected Fresno State. You're like, who got to him? Who in the Fresno Mafia? Michael, Pen- Michael Penix got to him and said, this is my spot. It's <laughs> <Yes>, my <laughs> dare to take it. gig I have always Don't wanted. fucking take it from me. Um, also, hey, like Wazoo, after an extremely stressful and, and uh, frustrating year last year, just a normal football team. Isn't that fun? <laughs> Isn't it fun to just be a normal football team with a coach who's not like filing weird uh, fraudulent religious lawsuits against you? After, after like four allegedly. straight years of being coached by the weirdest guys in the world in not yep. weird and particularly yep. good ways. Like yep. just... Shouts out to Nick Rolovich for eventually having to enter stupid as his religion in court. That's what's come up. Does the Pac-12 have a like super bizarre coach at this? Like who is? Oh wait, I forgot who Colorado just hired. Never the new mind. guy. Never mind. Yeah. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Yeah. I'm We're fine. <laughs> Everything's uh, fine. Does Colorado have a coach with weird religious beliefs? No. Nope. Yeah. Just they hang do. on to yes. hang on to that weird coach thought for just another couple bowls because we have we have there is a, a well of untapped potential in an upcoming game that we'll get okay. back to. God right. told me to come to this Arcteric store. <laughs> God continually supervises my business dealings. It's the thing he cares most about. Um, Holly, if I wanted to. Uh, do an unauthorized adaptation of a Shel Silverstein book. Which one would you recommend? Uh, give me a second through these bells to think of it. Okay. Folks, the Bad Boy Mowers Divorce Bells, a uh, proud sponsor of the Shutdown Full Cast, are taking us to the Lending Tree Bowl. That's right. The Rice Giving Tree. Southern the Giving Tree is a lovely tale of sacrifice and helping the young, and the Lending Tree is all about making sure they pay interest. Motherfucker, we're not giving you shit. So we mentioned earlier that there are a bunch of faintly depressing bowls that take place in random municipal stadiums throughout Alabama. Here's one. This is the one that's. 
Here's one. This is the one that's in Mobile. Uh, that yep. means I get to suggest you adopt a dog. The American Black and Town Coon Hound Rescue Society, from which I procured our lovely hound Betty and several other shut down full hounds, uh, has a regional headquarters in Mobile. They have a lot of freshly adoptable uh, hounds of all types. You can check out their website at coonhoundrescue.org. Uh, if you're flailing about in your mind trying to figure out which one of the games this is, this is the one that used to be the GoDaddy Bowl, just to orient you in history. Um, two weird other bits of history before we get to the actual game. The uh, what's now called the Lending Tree Bowl uh, contains both the highest scoring bowl game of all time, which is the 2001 game between Marshall and East Carolina, 64 to 61 in double overtime, which also included Marshall coming back from being down 38 to eight. Uh, a guy named Byron Leftwich threw for 576 yards in this game. No one ever heard from him again. And the 2008 iteration of this game also had uh, what was at the time the largest margin of victory in bowl history with Tulsa defeating Bowling Green 63-7. Football. I also um, noticed that there's a beach day as one of the events for this. And I am uh -huh. not familiar enough. No, you, you don't want you don't want that beach in December. Do you no. want to be in, on the Mobile Beach at eight thirty in the morning? I love in you, December? Mobile. This is not the it time. Got sober. Okay. <laughs> this is not the time. I wouldn't go. Let's see, Florida natives. I where would you? I don't think I would go in the water north of Boca in December. What about y'all? Um, I mean, like I that's my that's my highest that's my highest latitude. Well, I can't swim, so I'm not getting in the water anyway. There is that. It depends. Do I have my my sweet Bluetooth mug cup? Oh, yeah, what me? if you had your Vibes Tumblr before it's eaten by a salt crust? What if I build a small raft of Vibes Tumblers and I'm just <laughs> blaring, blaring sublime up and down the Gulf Coast? Okay. okay. After, listen, after a long night in Mobile, you might not have a choice about getting in the water. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be you and the ghost of Kenny Stabler out there surfing with the angels. Kenny Stabler's not dead. He's frozen. And floating in the <laughs> encased in ice off the coast. He's um, used as a buoy. He loves it. Um, if you want to see, I know very little about rice. I will say this. Southern it Miss. It did go worse than the last time you tried to describe a football game. Southern Miss. <laughs> God's football. Do you want godly football? That's right. 94th in total offense. Barely <laughs> scoring points. Still capable of doing things like, yeah, handing Tulane a 27-24 loss all the way back in September. I am imploring you, don't go back and look at how it happened. Normal football game, normal outcomes. Definitely not a weird ending that was fluky. Nope. Southern Miss, uh, Frank Gore Jr. is the anchor to that team. Any relation to uh, Frank Gore Sr.? And weirdly, no. Totally different. Yeah. So this year, Rice is our only 5-7 and seven bowl team, which they um, achieved via <coughs> academic whatever. Um, Rice is one of the like 20 worst teams in the country, per the computers. That's very exciting stuff. And they are facing off against a Southern <laughs> Miss that is 6-6. Six and six. It's, it's, we, We've had a few 5-7 and seven teams, but 5-7 and seven versus 6-6, six and six, that's special stuff. Um, Southern Miss is also not very good, um, even for a 6-6 six and six team, so... By the math, um, this is one of the worst bowl games ever, which means it'll be entertaining. It'll be great. It, I'm, I'm telling you, that's hater talk. Southern Miss, Will Hall says the word program. He I said it's going to be entertaining. Yes. <laughs> it's not hater talk. I, I really do like the nicest, nicest godly thing I could say. Godly football. <laughs> 
I really do like when five and seven teams make a bowl game because you get to be then you get the possibility of them going five and eight and looking back and be like, fucking lose to Hawaii or what happened? Yeah, this team's strengths include grades. <laughs> yeah, their football strengths are doing homework. Keys to the game: AP scores. Next, the divorce barge. Hello. Seeking who it may devour. Folks, it's the Wells Fargo divorce wagon bells reminding us that it's time to mosey on up north to the Las Vegas Bowl, featuring Oregon State and Florida. This is no longer sponsored by synthetic oil and lubricants in Royal Purple, which is a shame because we always had to remind people that Royal Purple makes lube for cars, not people. Uh, this game used to be a competition, uh, a, a friendly off-field competition to see which coaches looked the most uncomfortable and which the most openly thrilled by being photographed next to showgirls in towering feather headdresses. Um, BYU got this game a lot, uh-huh. uh, and their their coaching staff always provided tremendous fodder. So this is, uh, as I was mentioning a little while back, Chris Smith. Show us what you got in either direction. Here's here's your opportunity. Uh, you are currently occupying a Clay Helton type headspace in that I'm pretty sure none of us could identify you by face if your life depended on it. Wait, so, do you mean Jonathan, Jonathan Smith? Smith? I was gonna say yeah, think, yep, that yep. guy. I'm contagious. Even more. Everybody gets one. Generic. I, God damn it! I do his name wrong every time, and I'm like, surely he's not this, the Pocahontas guy. But no, this, okay. this, for, this for, only for, this for only proves your point. I had like a two-year stretch where I was convinced his name was Rick Adazio. <laughs> <laughs> He's the bad boy he, of the Adazio family. He just fucking looks family. like a Rick, if I'm being honest. <laughs> Rick, like Rick Adazio is the oh, only God, Adazio. Oh, God, I even wrote it wrong in my notes. I wrote Chris Smith in my notes. Good He's yeah. the only Adazio with hair. So They'd be like, here comes Chris with all his hair. <laughs> I bet I bet just walking around the facility, everyone calls him Chris, and he just hasn't corrected him. <laughs> goes with it. He just yeah. like, no, lets like, it happen. He's Chris. He's Mark. He's yep. Brian. Yeah. Hey, John. Dave. You guys can call me Smitty. Rick <laughs> nah, yeah, that's a good one, Kevin. Right. Rick you said, what's better show? than this? Dudes being guys. <laughs> For purposes of this show, can we just call him Matt Matthews? Because I can yeah. remember that. I wish yep, I was as fine. cool as Rick Adazio. <laughs> um, mark um, the date. It is uh, December 6th, 2022. Spencer, how long are we going to go before the first Florida players in some sort of dumb ruckus? In some sort of dumb legal trouble in Las Vegas story. What time is it? I'm gonna go a week. I'm gonna okay. say I'm eight gonna hours. I'm gonna go a week. So that okay. puts us. I have, I have dumb trouble. I mean, when are they gonna get there? Probably a week before. Uh, may I? May I? May I add a possibly mitigating in one direction or the other fact? Yeah. The team welcomes are at terribles. <laughs> Okay, so and the opening night uh, reception is at Fremont Street, which will feature an indoor/outdoor all-you-can-eat buffet. I have it uh, eighteen hours of landing. Okay, okay so whenever they land within why? eighteen hours, why is it indoor? Six hours of why is it indoor/outdoor? Okay, if so, if you—that's actually a great question. So, if you've never been to Fremont Street, it is an. So, so picture like a a not a mall, but like one of those outdoor outdoor shopping districts yes, that has like yep. streets on both sides. Yep. But over the over the street itself, I'm having a hard time describing this. There's like an atrium ceiling that yep. goes over the outdoor streets, but it's a video screen. 
So sure. like, you look up and it's just like an arched video screen that, that goes like over the whole street. And it can make it look like it, like at Christmas, they make it look like it's snowing, all kinds of weird shit. But, you know, and also it enables tourists to be able to go there in August and not die. Mm, okay. Um, so, like, the, the thing is outdoors, but it's under this, like, giant video pavilion. Okay. Um, is the best way I can think of describing this. This is also the uh, this is also the second year that this game is being played in the big, good Las Vegas stadium, not the old UNLV stadium, which is basically a glorified high school. And maybe the best argument for just calling it the Las Vegas Bowl forever, this is the most nondescript bowl title sponsor in a year replete with them. SRS Distribution, whatever the fuck that is. Sure, the important thing is an Elvis impersonator has been promised slash threatened uh, to greet the teams. They will be treated to a magic show, which also sounds like uh, a, if anywhere if anywhere Florida's going to get into trouble, I think it's going to be Friday night at the can, magic this show. It's going to be the most earnest, like, honestly, 18-year-old football players at a magic show sparks such joy for me because uh-huh. they're going to do shit. And like we'd be like, oh, that's fucking magic. And 18-year-old like, football players real? would be like, oh, my God. <laughs> so, um, a witch. You know my... You know what? <laughs> Somebody's going to run up the aisle like, oh, my God. You know my fondness for the motion picture franchise, Now You See Me? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, this magician's name is allegedly Matt Franco with one T. Oh, if he... this is not a Now You See Me spinoff, I'm going to be furious. First of all, illusionist. That's a, that's, um, a wit, that's a wit sack name is what that is. The the village people are playing the are playing the fan fest. Uh, there's, this is the Vegas Bowl is, is kind of. Slowly are the village people in that status now where it's like, yeah, there's one original, yeah. and there's I'm like one 27 year old in I'm here? I'm gonna look this up right now. They're so, not lineup this is the longest band lineup. Uh, actually, no, it's not as long as you'd think. Like the, the, the wiki list of like who's in what, they just yeah. change the groups a lot, but the uh-huh. membership is like shockingly consistent, contiguous. Interesting, interesting. Yeah, for, for uh, a band but- for a band that's been around this long, one that uh, often takes off their shirts, usually don't want a lot of too many old guys in that mix. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One that does a lot of moving. Usually, uh, people are going to age out of that. But like, evidently, they're all in incredible shape because they stick around for a long time. Uh, there is one other possibility for Florida players, and we all agree it's going to be Florida players. Now, to be fair, Oregon did have a long ago legacy of getting into very specific trouble. There were those Oregon. There was that year that Oregon players were arrested for, in rapid succession. They had like drunken boating, drunken golf carting, and then stole a sheep. They stole a sheep that was being used for a research study on homosexuality and sheep. Um, I don't know why I remember this, but that that was like <laughs> I'm pretty sure that was early <laughs> early EDSB. That was early early EDSBS lore. Um, there is one really great opportunity for players to get in trouble here. Uh, I am told by. Uh, bowl officials that there will be some kind of talent show in yes hmm. after the all-you-can-eat buffet after the buffet yeah huh. players will showcase their talents off the field and on the stage so dance off i i, I don't know we all we all know that there have been uh there have been double team brawls caused by dance-offs in the past looking yeah. back at you certain beach bowls who was who was it that fought Louisville after the belly flop contest? I believe I can't remember, but wasn't that what, there was a New Mexico bowl that also featured some fisticuffs? This and, was no. I'm thinking of one of the floor. I'm thinking of one of the Florida games where they had a belly flop contest that caused a team wide brawl between both squads. 
Hmm. And now I don't remember which one it is. Louisville. Southern Miss, it looks like. That sounds right. Was it Southern Miss in Louisville? Um, Holly, you wrote this article on SPNation. I know, that's why I can't remember. In 2010. Uh, here is the story. Uh, during the officially licensed Beach Bash, a dance contest turned ugly there uh, between, between Southern Miss and Louisville, and that was that canceled the belly flop event. They did okay, not get what, to that as a result. Yeah. And no, that, belly of course, flop. Was no belly flops for you. <laughs> Fittingly, this was at a beef O'Brady's Bowl. Of so, course, course looking at the Village People's wiki page, um, <laughs> the interesting thing, you know, on most um, band wiki pages, it's broken down by, like, here's the lineage of bass players, right? Yep. Here yep. are the guitar players. Here's yep. the, the, the... Is uh, this by costume? Yes. Um, <laughs> according wow. to the wiki page, no one has ever filled multiple roles. It's always, okay. you are the biker. We no, maintain the that's fiction. That's all you do. Yeah. Yes. You, then you pass the, the bike helmet to the next biker, right? Well, if, um, if, G, if, if Gene Simmons just showed up one night and he's like, I'm the cat tonight. That's who I am. No, there is no cat. Get out of here. Right. The, um, <laughs> the, the lead singer, Victor Willis, who is a cop slash sailor. Uh-huh. He's he's the original founding member and he's still around. This man has yes. th- this is the troop I respect right Wait, here. Wait, why is he cop slash sailor? They, f- they some of them have multiple roles. And when you're oh, a lead singer, okay. you got to wear a lot of hats, okay. right? When the divor- okay. Wait, if you get too rowdy on the divorce barge, you got to call the cop slash sailor. Sure. Sure. And they come get you. We're by the way, sponsored by cops. sponsored by SRS. I'm just going to say that stands for Shitty Retail Solutions. Like, <laughs> hey, we got all these T-shirts, and they're like, "Why don't you just pile them up on a corner somewhere and dump them?" There you go, SRS. That'll be five grand. Here we go. Just pollution is what they've invented. <laughs> I'd like to increase my business. Have you tried fraud? There you go. You Boom. Tried, five grand. You tried throwing away all your stuff. Yeah. Shitty retail solutions. Come to Vegas. <laughs> this is like a laundering company. Is that what you do? Yeah, that's that's totally what it's going to be. Evidence They're like, yeah, disposal. you should put all your stuff. I mean, every business in Las Vegas is a laundering company. If you think about that's it, true. that's true. Is this <laughs> is this the farthest west Florida has played a game in maybe any of our lives? Because I, I know they played that one national championship in Arizona, but that's that's not as far west as mm. Las Vegas is. I know they're playing Utah. Next year, I believe, on the road, but I don't. Re- I can't remember the last time Florida went this far. Let's see. What Florida's is it? History is it versus Utah at least USC. in the mountain time zone because Vegas is Pacific. Florida has Florida played in played in USC in 1983. That's um, probably the most recent. Yeah. Thing. So that's not within any of our lifetimes, except Spencer's. Except Spencer. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Spencer. It was. was, it was a pre- I mean, it was an. Okay how was game. the? How was that? The atmosphere that day as a member of the band. <laughs> A little disappointing, but we really did yeah, enjoy tie, playing. So yeah. We we played. We did enjoy playing sticks sailing away. And the village people. The village, the village people, people were there people. as well. <laughs> I didn't know you they were a great. village person. Here it is. I got it. Uh, Florida UCLA Hawaii Bowl in 1987. Oh. Ooh. Okay. Excuse me. Aloha Bowl. There have been like 37 different Hawaii Bowls called different things, but they're all the Hawaii Bowl. Next. Divorce. I hear that old divorce bar. This is like a confusing Price is Right game. <laughs> Folks, the prices are always right at the Fresh Market, sponsor of the Divorce Chimes Shutdown Fullcast Bell Alert Extravaganza. It's time for the Frisco Bowl preview. Boise State versus North Texas. Looking forward to this game from a football perspective. And we're going to skip right to that because this is the game 
that stole the Miami Beach Bowl, the game that inaugurated itself with the Two Americas Bowl of Memphis and BYU. Boo! ESPN bought this game and moved it inland to Frisco. If you want to watch football in Frisco, there are perfectly good FCS playoffs happening. My question about the canon for this game is, has Spencer been fired as North Texas's coach, or is now Spencer, is Spencer now even more? Has he solidified his I think control? he's even oh, shit. more. Or I think he's he even just, more. Did he just get, have we done like a dark tower type cycle, and has he just been hired? So has the antipope mm. become the pope, essentially? Mm. Yes. I, I like that second Do you know what any of those words mean, Spencer? <laughs> no. But yes, that is exactly what has happened here. Unless so, we have, uh, a, how unless are we have an Avignon type situation no. where, yeah, no. there's the false. Pro. I don't want how, your French accent. Coach, how are you, talk how about are you your... preparing your young men for, uh, to, to take on the Boise State Broncos, coach? Uh, well, there, it's going to be a physical game. We're a good program. <laughs> and, um, He's got it. He's got it, folks. He's it. Yeah, He's that's him. it. I trust him. We're just going to have to work on the uh, fundamentals and on having a good time because, you know, um, you can't always go to the top golf of as we do every day in Denton. Why didn't Top Golf have a bowl? <laughs> yeah, Top Golf's going to have a bowl. Don't because worry. Because people would want to play Top Golf at the bowl during the game. And then you have a choice of like, no, are you, you, put, are listen, you pelting the field? A, yeah. We played a game at a fucking baseball golf? stadium. We played it at Wrigley Field. You can't play a game during a Top Golf. Yeah, they nobody got helmets. Wants it. Nobody they wants got helmets to do on. it at Wrigley Field. <laughs> they got helmets on. Yeah. Just Cole Kublik down there with a helmet on on the <laughs> sidelines. Going donk, donk. This is very painful. <laughs> Coach, um, coach, do you feel it'll be advantageous for you playing this game in Frisco, which is, I don't know, it sounds like it's close to Denton, is it? I don't know. Uh, what is the distance <laughs> uh, between Frisco and... I mean, Texas is big, so everything's relative, but... Yeah, it's probably 17 mm-hmm. hours, yeah, it's right? Pro- like, it's probably a flight uh, away. Uh, the wow. answer is 38 no, it's, it's, minutes. It's actually next door. Yeah, <laughs> 38 Sorry, minutes drive. <laughs> yeah. You uh, could so, walk there in seven hours. Coach, will you have the boys walk there? <laughs> I think it's Coach, impo- who is the best ever death metal band out of Frisco? Uh, I'm going to say that's uh, not Cannibal Corpse. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but between between Denton, Texas, you and could Frisco. Hike, you could, I mean, you have to hike around Louisville Lake, but. Yeah. But this is, this is um, if you're going to get them ready, I'll just say this. Nothing like a bowl game where you can sleep in your own bed, boys. Nothing like, you know, don't have to go far. For the talent show, you can bring your own Nintendo Switch and hook it up to the TV here to show them how good you are at Super Smash Brothers. You know, there's a lot of advantages. You can bring your own snacks. Who who doesn't love a bowl game where you can bring your own snacks, boys? And the lovely weather of North Texas. I, you know, always said if there's one place that's cooler to be. It's in a place that's literally an ice maker in December. So we're very motivated for this is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, Frisco makes it sound like it's a it's a warm weather game, and that part of Texas really could not be further from the truth at this time. Yep, we can. Uh, you can enjoy the native wildlife of North Texas at this time of year, which is overturned tractor trailers. Mm-hmm. Next. Folks, even heartbreak feels better here, and that is the AMC Movie Theater's Divorce Bells heralding <laughs> the arrival of the Myrtle Beach Bowl, Marshall versus Yukon. Um, two things, teal field game. Second thing, um, 
This is a new this is a newish game and we have all had extensive experience in the area. I would like for the five of us to go around the horn and suggest our own bowl events. What would you what would you suggest visitors to the fair shores of Conway, South Carolina do in Myrtle Beach? Uh Cerber, would you like to go first? There's so many things. Go to <laughs> go to the that Alabama bar that alabama used to play at all the time when they were the house band down in myrtle beach go there get something with nacho cheese on it and go to that ripley's believe it or not um <laughs> museum across the street how can any of us talk that you took my server going with servers that's it no, i believe I this bar is the bowery by the way if it's the one I'm yeah i think I, that's I, I think it is it's it's called the bowery yeah. there used to be a bunch of shit there are no other bars called the bowery this is the only one i have a yes. i have an alternate suggestion which is if you're there go to the sky wheel which has the enclosed uh the enclosed ferris wheel cars hot box right? them. that's what i was going to suggest yes! actually yeah yes! i was like because every high schooler is like i'm gonna hot box the sky wheel and they go to the top and there's like all crime is legal nobody can stop me on the sky wheel i'm hot boxing this shit by the way in nice the little aquarium in the natural area right next to the bowery there you can buy so much weed right there the sky wheel challenge yeah <laughs> Just stand there, coach, just stand there for like five minutes, and <laughs> just just you'll have looking up, feel like, yo, Coach Bora is high as fuck. He's coach so is getting down. <laughs> uh, I have a suggestion for an event brought on by a recent a recent listen to Sirius XM Radio. Uh, I find talking on my radio enraging, even if these if it's just a momentary. That's not what I pay for satellite radio for, and I was cruising past one of the christmas stations yesterday they were doing one of those cutesy little holiday call-ins where tell us about your favorite christmas moment and i'm like i'd literally rather die than hear about this just play sleigh ride and for some i was pulling into i was pulling into a store and i i didn't immediately flip the channel and it gave me enough time to hear about this woman who called in and said her favorite christmas memory was her husband winning her family's uh annual christmas ornament making contest they had a huge extended family and when they, they they first got married her husband won the contest he was marrying into a, uh, a a coastal family and was not himself of coastal extraction of any kind and in order to endear himself to these people he made he took five king crab legs hollowed them out covered them with glitter glue and affixed them together to form a star that she said then topped her parents' Christmas tree for the next 40 years. <laughs> I've never heard such a delightful concept in my life. I feel certain that this is already sold somewhere in Myrtle Beach, but um, make I, I would suggest a crab leg construction contest. It doesn't mm. have to be sanctioned. Just go to a buffet and start building your own Nemes sculptures. I know most of the time what a coach would want to tell you in these situations is you need to try as hard as you can and make sure that you do the school proud. UConn, after everything you've been through, I hope you're all stinking drunk the entire time. Do absolutely nothing. Have terrible practices and lose this game by 35. No, I'll get wrong, you wrong, 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 wrong. <clears throat> Here's why. And this is the last thing I'll say because I forgot I have a thing I have to go to and then I jump <gasps> you're gonna miss the potato blog i'm sorry i feel bad about that but I have i'm gonna call you later and read all of this to you if yeah, uconn wins this me. game if uconn wins this game they'll have a transitive victory over alabama because <coughs> they'll beat marshall who beat notre dame who beat clemson who beat florida state who beat lsu 
who beat Alabama. Hmm. I still say lose by 35. You piece of shit. Give Alabama a transitive loss by 35? Come on. Yeah. Next! Uh, I want to note, uh, first of all, Marshall did beat Notre Dame, in fact. Uh, and secondly, uh, Byron, today I experienced the feeling of feeling bad for Jim Mora. Are you which okay? Which is a feeling that no one has ever felt before. Um because the finalist list for one of the 10,000 different coaching awards came out, and Jim Mora was not on the list, despite um, turning UConn from a <coughs> crater into a bowl team. Which, Sonny uh, Dyke should yeah. be coach yeah. of the year. There's really no question about it. Um, mm-hmm. Jim Mora should be second. Yeah, it's it's that's it. It's it's uncharted emotional territory. I I know for you especially as a as a Falcons <laughs> proponent. You know what his reward's going to be? We're we're gonna we're gonna get him high. <laughs> a lot of weed. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna get him high in the uh, uh, coach. Big, big we Ferris know you. Wheel. We know you're a long time <laughs> listener. Just hit us up. Let us know where you're staying. We'll we'll call our weed guys. All right, I'm gonna try it again. Next. Folks, that thud hitting your doorstep is the Gannett Publishing Divorce Bell paper of record informing us that the next game on our list is... Oh, we're pulling a switcheroo. Uh, The next game chronologically on our list is not the Boca Raton Bowl, but uh, we didn't want to end on such a downer. And the Boca Raton Bowl invited Liberty. What for? Yeah, Toledo should win this game. Yeah, let's talk about Toledo football. Toledo's awesome. I mean, they're not really awesome. Well, Toledo (laughs) remains one of my favorite home games to attend, but this is not that... Uh, Toledo had kind of an up and down year. I know they they ended up they yeah, ended this, up. This on the is upside. not one of the this is not one of the feistier Toledo squads that we. They seen. won their conference. They won their conference. Yeah. Let's let's celebrate that. Yeah, them, yeah. The, we love them, and we are on record as loving them. So don't add us. Nothing, nothing brings us more pain. This is a bad year for the Mac. The Mac's always bad. Not like this. The Mac Pretty has, much. I think what you, <laughs> the Mac is almost always this bad. <laughs> yeah. I think what you want to say is the Mac has parody. Excuse me. The Mac is a competitive The Mac league. is a parody. Yes. Yes. It, <laughs> <laughs> Y'all haters. <laughs> it's you bad. try playing. You try playing in a driving sleet storm in September. On a Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> on a Tuesday. <laughs> it's not my fault you decide to play on weird non-poker nights. You just, just play on like a Tuesday. Uh, Ohio and Toledo are arguably above average FBS teams. That's as far as I can go in praising the Mac. That's that's what you got. That's that's about all we have to say about the Boca Raton Bowl. Oh, folks, sometimes the sun goes down in June, and sometimes we save the best for last. Next! Folks, that is the Regal Cinema's Divorce Bell heralding a finer piece of entertainment than any we have seen thus far today. It is the famous Idaho Potato Bowl. It is sponsored by the Idaho Potato Commission. It pits Eastern Michigan and San Jose State against one another on the blue turf in Boise, Idaho. It remains the only college football bowl game that has chives in its logo. It has a trophy that is a giant glass bowl of potatoes as a bowl trophy. 
And it has the greatest piece of bowl-adjacent entertainment year in, year out, over 10 years now. Welcome back to the Ohio, uh, welcome back to the Idaho Potato Commission's website, the Dr. Potato Blog. The Dr. Potato Blog has evolved since we started doing this beyond a mere advice column with close to 900 answered questions into an AI bot that you could ask questions about 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 potatoes the idaho potato blog doctor blog doctor blog potato doctor is not an actual doctor but a team of potato experts ready to answer all of your questions there are videos this year uh the other our other favorite part of the idaho potato commission website includes recipes for things that you really should not by law of god or man have potatoes in them but by god the idaho potato website is going to put potatoes in them. Uh, we also have the second annual this year, a contest for retailers, the Idaho Potato Lovers Display Contest, which rewards the winner. Uh, last year, this was Kyle Pruitt of Food City in Lebanon, Virginia, uh, with a with a what looks like a pretty flossy getaway. Last year's uh, last year's trip was a reward to the Camelback Mountain and Resort, which is the Fiesta Bowl Hotel, mm-hmm. which is really good. This year, bringing us back full circle, the prize is a trip to the Bahamas. I'm going to read the copy directly. This came out today. Eagle, Idaho, December 6, 2022. The mythical island of Atlantis may have sunk beneath the sea forever, but its namesake Bahamas Resort will offer fun in the sun for the lucky random winner of the 2023 Idaho Potato Lovers Display Contest, sponsored by the Idaho Potato Commission. Um, If you're a vendor of potatoes of any sort and you put up a good enough Idaho Potato Lovers Display, you can win six days and five nights in Atlantis. Uh, that sounds fun as hell. Y'all let us know how it goes. Uh, we're going to resurrect a feature from a different bowl that's no longer with us this year because there are enough new potato recipes since the last time we got to do this where I'm going to give y'all a recipe quiz. <clears throat> Ready. If you've never played along with us before, we are listing... Three items. Two of them are real. One of them is fake. All of them are taken from the famous Idaho potato blog website. All right. I'm going to give each of you a question. Jason, please find the fake recipe. I'm ready. Potato crusted barbecue chicken wings. Mashed potato pops like cake pops. Bacon Parmesan Idaho Potato Pave Squares. That's Pave is in the style of diamond. Or Idaho Potato Plank Bruschetta. Um, <clears throat> I don't know what Pave is, so I'm guessing that one. That one is real. Pave is a style of diamond where it's like if you have those rings where the stone is set directly down into the metal, that's what's called a pave cut. Ah, um, mm. These are little squares of potato that are basically put on skewers with, with bacon and cooked. And they're calling it potato pave squares because the creativity of these people is endless. Uh-huh. Uh, the fake recipe was uh, the most innocuous one, actually, the potato-crusted barbecue chicken wings. Although I bet you could probably huh. do that. Yeah, certainly. All Sounds right. plausible. Cerber, please spot the fake Idaho 
potato recipe. Okay. Is it? Oh. The Idaho Mountain Martini featuring a tiny spring potato on a skewer <laughs> with an olive. The Mediterranean Idaho Potato Parmesan Hummus. The Heart Healthy Dropkick Idaho Potato Dip. Or the Deviled Eggs a la Idaho Potatoes. Uh, I think it's Deviled Eggs a la Idaho Potatoes. That doesn't seem like an Idaho thing. Those are real. The martini is fake. They oh, are on. asking you to mix mashed potatoes into your deviled egg filling. I want to mm. drink the potato juice. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That one seemed real to me. I don't know. It, yeah. I, it seems listen, normal to that's, me. That's, listen, you, you haven't, <laughs> server, you have not gotten coached up via long years of Beefo Brady's menu bowl challenges. So it's understandable to experience a little disorientation. Beefo Brady's had one hell of a hot dog. Move on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go. <laughs> really? What what was special about this hot dog? Uh, it was like a dollar fifty for lunch. Okay, that's a good part. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, so a dollar fifty for the hot dog, and I think a dollar fifty for the draft beer, and Damn. one hour to be away from the fresh market where I worked across the street. Damn. That all is... added up to an A plus hot dog. Experience. I like that you. What, uh, what era like, was hey, this? Uh, like, how did it? This was like. 2011 2010 20 Damn. to 2012 ish this is like 90s pricing yeah yeah, yeah i know it, it was t- ridiculous <coughs> how did it taste server dollar 50 was it it was a beef dog beef dog beef dog regular old like marita style bun um nothing crazy and i just got it with mustard I think they had a chili. Didn't think that was the plan, though. <laughs> no, uh, not with, not before you're going to go back to work. Yeah, like, unless you, chili's unless you an extra sh- fifteen cents. Yeah, <laughs> if you, I'm not living that high on the hog. Buck sixty five for a fucking hot dog. <laughs> um, yeah, so, it, was, so, it was great. So when you were working at the fresh market, you would go back after having like a beer or two. Yeah, absolutely, one hundred percent. Hell yeah! Bro. I was the assistant awesome. manager too of that deli. Yeah, you're goddamn right. <laughs> You earned it after all uh, the stress have, they put you through. I have specific memories of as the assistant manager being over there with the deli manager drinking a beer watching the US women's national team in the World Cup <laughs> eating a hot dog and drinking <laughs> beer with him. So I felt like it was okay. Yeah. Okay. Thank you for your service. Folks, we have one more question in the recipe quiz and it goes to Spencer because Ryan's not here. Spencer, please spot the uh, fake Idaho potato condiment. Okay. Is it brightening potato honey? (laughs) Is it potato puff? Is it nourishing hand potatoes? Ew. Or is it the moisturizing potatoes with aloe? I'm going to go with the nourishing hand potato. Spencer, these are all trick questions. A brand new addition to the Idaho Potato Commission website is a section called Welcome to the Idaho Spud Spa, where they list a variety of recipes for spa treatments you can use that involve putting mashed potatoes on your face. The brightening potato honey face mask says there's no need to splurge on expensive chemical laden masks from the drugstore. This creamy combination will give your skin a lovely glow while gently exfoliating and tightening pores. 
the potato puffy eyes treatment involves cutting up slices like you would a cucumber and putting them over your eyes. The nourishing potato hand mask literally just contains potatoes and olive oil. You mash, you make keto mashed potatoes and you stick your hands directly into them. Okay. I don't actually know if that's keto or not. And the moisturizing potato with aloe is a hair treatment. That you are supposed to allow to sit on your head for an hour. I have never loved anything more, including all of my friends and most of my family, than I love the Idaho Potato Commission and its team of absolutely deranged creatives. Over to you, football. Again, no one in the no one in this like no one none of the football players, none of these coaches are going to Boise to have a bad time. So here's what I suggest. Eastern Michigan you need to go ahead and max out the Boise experience. Go to the potato spa, put uh, whatever body parts you want into the mashed potatoes, so to speak. And what I need you to do is I need you to uh, to really enjoy it because I just on a lark said, Eastern Michigan is in this bowl. Huh? I wonder how long Chris Creighton's been at Eastern Michigan without looking, Jason. How long do you think Chris Creighton's been at Eastern Michigan? A uh, fucking while. <coughs> oh, f- uh, listen, a year at Eastern Michigan is a fucking while. Yeah. Our man has been at the helm <laughs> of the divorce barge in Eastern Michigan. He has been on watch for his ninth season this year. Nine. The toughest human being in the world, the person who has the greatest <laughs> immunity to poison, radiation, or any other stressors that the environment cares to introduce might be Chris Creighton. Because not only has he gotten Eastern Michigan to eight wins, which, by the way, is the best of his tenure, there is eight wins, five and three in conference, and tied for first uh, in the MAC West, um, and gotten them their best bowl game. He is on the verge of getting them getting his first bowl victory because because he's zero for four for bowls, y'all. But I mean, and going stellar- to four bowls while EMU's coach. That alone is an incredible yes. achievement. Winning one? Good lord! <laughs> like he, he this is, um, so, this is so, God's strong. This is God's strongest soldier. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> he's already coached 106 games at Eastern Michigan. That'll like, holy shit! That's the most of anyone. Only one other coach has more than 58. <laughs> That's how long people typically last. Um, there's of, only one other coach who's battles. been there for more than five seasons. Like almost every coach is there for one to five seasons, and that's it. <laughs> yeah. Eight, eight and four, a fantastic job. Eight and four at Eastern Michigan is like going twenty-three and two at another <laughs> college game. You go, there aren't that many games in a season. I know. That's what you I know. think. Yeah, it's like winning twenty-three games in a single season anywhere else. Yeah, I'm looking at Chris or uh, EMU's ten winningest seasons ever by win percentage. Chris Creighton has four of them. So, build the statue. He build should the be statue. Their, their entire Hall of Fame. <laughs> I would make it if I were Eastern Michigan's coach and I was the all-time winningest coach at Eastern Michigan, I would make them make me a half man, half eagle, right? And and when I say winningest seasons, I mean all their winning seasons. They've had 10 of them. <laughs> Goddamn. <laughs> out of out of 48 years in top-level football. What a hero. Also, um they beat Arizona State this year and San Jose State almost beat Auburn. Close enough for me. Yeah, I'll take it. SEC win. For Eastern Michigan. Go rapacious birds. They'd eat the taters. 